friends. Welcome to the Truth To You daily podcast with Brother Scott. We are thrilled that you've taken time out of your day to explore with us God's timeless truth. Regardless of who we are, we all need the light of God's Word to illuminate our path for this day. And now, here's our youth pastor, Brother Scott. Hello folks, welcome back to the podcast. Hope that you're having a great day. This is the beginning of a new week, and so that's always an exciting thing. Hey, are you loving this time of year? I mean, we've had some cooler temperatures at night and some cooler temperatures in the morning, and boy, how refreshing it is. Uh, I mean, uh, we've had some good amount of rain, things look green, and you know, I've even right now, I've got a candle burning in my office and uh, smells like uh, scented... Uh, let's see, what's it say? Creamy vanilla sweet sugar nutmeg. All, all that in one candle. Can you believe that? Uh, and I'm hungry right now. It's probably because I'm smelling sugar cookies. Um, I'll try not to eat the candle. Anyway, all right, I digress. Let, let's move forward here because we've got a memory verse that we've been working on, and I just want to review it before we jump into Genesis chapter 5. The Bible says this, Titus 1 and verse 2, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Short verse, but it's a powerful one. Titus 1 and verse 2, one more time, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Like I said, we're in Genesis chapter 5. If you've not read it yet, I encourage you after the podcast is over, go ahead, take some time, read it for yourself. Uh, don't, Don't just listen to the thought and go on with your day. We want to be reading and putting our eyes upon it, letting the Spirit of God work in us as individuals. But as we get into this, I will say that one of the reasons I love the beginning chapters of the book of Genesis is because God is revealing to us much about who we are as humans and how really we should conduct ourselves. And so this really leads me to the the first thing that jumps out at me as we get into Genesis 5, and that is found in the first verse. In fact, we have a phrase here that is repeated. This phrase has already been said, and so anytime we see something that has been being repeated, especially um, in close proximity of the scriptures, we, we want to take notice of that. So what does it say? It says, in the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Okay, so does that mean you have uh, super ability and uh, you can create something out of nothing like God can? Uh, as much as I wish that that was the case, that's not what this is talking about. But but what it is talking about is that God has put part of himself in us. And, and you say, how has he done that? How has he created us in a likeness to himself? Well, he's done that in regards to our heart, our our soul. He's done it at the heart level, at the core of our being. And you'll notice that that how he has done this is several ways. Okay, so um, he has he has given us a soul. All right, and this is um, like him in that we have been given a spiritual part of us. Okay, now. When we think about God, the Bible says that God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what that's talking about. God has given us a spiritual soul that is able to connect and identify with who he is. So our soul is spiritual. What else is it? It's it's uh, invisible, right? I mean, that's that's God. And, and yet, that, that's that's us. You can't see the soul of man. No, no, that, that takes place inside of us and at our core. What else is it? Well, uh, it's immortal. 
That, that means that when this flesh dies, uh, my, my soul will continue on uh, somewhere, right? It's either going to be heaven or it's going to be hell. And in that way, it's, it's immortal. And then the last thing is God has given us a, a soul that has free choice. And this connects with God, okay, and who He is as well. A God, God has is a free choice God, and He makes decisions and has created us to do the very same thing. He's given us a wonderful freedom of choice, and and because of that, quite frankly, we have the opportunity to choose Christ, right? Hey, let's go ahead to the second thought here that I just want to mention before we wrap things up, and it is the very next verse. Not only has God created us in the likeness of himself, but also we've been created different. What do you mean different? Well, different from each other. Genesis chapter 5 and verse 3 says this, male and female created he them. And, And I think this needs to be a special point of emphasis because the Lord is trying to communicate something to us about the the differences that he has created in humanity and specifically here the genders right uh, the Lord's telling us we've been made different and and you say well how are men and women different well we're different in likes right uh, the Lord puts something in the heart of a man that as he gets older he is naturally attracted to the woman and the same thing he put into a woman. As she gets older, she's naturally drawn and attracted to the man. And, uh, you know, sometimes when teenagers are younger, uh, you know, in, in junior high, uh, the world offers a false choice. They say, if you're not attracted, if you're a guy and you're not attracted to a, a, a girl, then, uh, or you're not crazy about a girl all of a sudden, then, then you know what, you, you must be gay. And you know what that is? That's just the world creating confusion and presenting a false choice. You know, there. what What? What could be the reason that somebody isn't attracted or, or just girl crazy? What could be a reason that a guy is not girl crazy? Well, number one, it, it could be because, you know, they're still growing up. Number two, it could be because for, for them, God may want them to be single. Uh, Paul talks about that. In fact, he spends a lot of time in 1 Corinthians, uh, the end, tail end of chapter 7, talking about uh, singleness. But the world really presents this false choice and it says, oh, you know what? You, you, you must be attracted to the same gender. Well, God didn't create us to operate that way. And, and that is not the realm of, of the place of his blessing. And so we want to be sensitive to that. We're, we're different. We're different in likeness. We're different in looks. God created us to look differently. So we, we shouldn't, if we're a guy, try to look like a girl. And, and if we're a girl, we shouldn't try to look like a guy. We're different in likes. We're different in looks. We're different in roles for that matter. You know, you think about uh, how the Lord talks about the man being the head of the home. Well, does that does that mean that the the woman is the girl is inferior? Uh, does that mean that she ought to be treated that way, and that you know people can just step on one another? No, that's not what he's talking about at all. It's just simply understanding the responsibility that the man has to lead the home, and uh, he's being he'll be held responsible ultimately to God for that. And so we have to understand there's differences in likes that God created to have differences in looks and roles, and then on a practical level in ability. You know, uh, man, man, men can't have babies. And you know what? 
I'm really thankful for that. <laughs> I, I, my wife is, is a, a strong woman and God's given her the ability to do that. And uh, God's given us different abilities. You know, I think about uh, the way the Lord has created the male body. And, uh, you know, uh, from, from uh, a, a sports illustration, uh, we could we could talk about uh, weightlifting, deadlifting. In fact, I looked this up this morning. If you look at, at, at the deadlifting records for a man and a woman, they're not the same. Why is that? Well, the abilities are not the same. Um, for man, he can deadlift. The record is right close to 1,200 pounds. Uh, for a woman, it's uh, just over 600 pounds. So uh, a man, the strongest man in the earth that could deadlift is is almost twice as much as that of a woman. Now, does that mean again that the woman is inferior? Does that mean that she's, you know, she, she ought to be treated in such a way? And, and no, no, that doesn't mean any of that. That just means on a practical level, God created us differently. Now, I will say this. I've met some pretty strong women, okay? Um, so I will say that, but God has certainly created us different. And so how does that impact us, teenagers? How does that impact us adults? Well, let's embrace the way God made us. Let's embrace the differences um, and not try to be anything else. Now, again, the world presents you with all kinds of choices and want to list 20 different genders. There is no such thing. Those people need to go read Genesis chapter 5, right? But if we're going to embrace it, we, we should not try to be something else. And we should not entertain thoughts that would go that way. Sometimes we have crazy thoughts that enter our head. Uh, sometimes uh, the devil tempts us. Sometimes we watch things that put thoughts in our heads and, and we can even sometimes meditate. Well, those things are not healthy. The Lord wants us to meditate upon his truth. And what is that? Well, it's the fact that God created two genders that have two specific functions. And let me tell you, teenager, when we embrace what God has set up, oh, he pours out the blessing upon us. And it's a wonderful thing. So the lesson today, God made us like unto him. That was a gift. But number two, God created us different from each other. Let's embrace those truths today. Before we go, I want to point out our teenager of the day. It is Abby. Take some time, pray for her and ask the Lord's blessing on her life. Pray for maybe some needs that you know that she has. Of course, she would appreciate it. I know you will too when you're the teenager of the day. Thanks for joining with us. Took a little bit longer today than than uh, normally do, but again, this, this gender issue is just out of control in our world, and, and we need the Bible to give us some clarity in regards to it. Hey, we'll see you back again tomorrow. Genesis chapter 6. I can't wait to study God's Word with you next time. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to hit the subscribe button or even share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.